Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report. Higher prices continue to put pressure on our individual bank accounts, but also on the Fed, the markets, and the economy as a whole. So how do you keep all of these pressures from putting your retirement plans into a tailspin? Well, Alicia and Chuck and Josh have the answers here on our show on how to create an inflation-adjusted budget and a retirement income strategy for the future. Thanks for joining us, Northern Colorado. Welcome to the NOCO Retirement Report. Along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, Chuck, he's uh, out uh, right now, but he will be joining us later on in the program. So we'll, I think he's being checked for chiggers right now, right, guys? Uh, just kidding. That's always a fun thing that we have with Chuck. Uh, you can reach the Lehman Lewis Financial Group anytime at 970-446-1234 or on the web at LehmanLewisResources.com. Alicia, Josh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I don't know if you heard this, but, uh, you know, Merriam-Webster adds to the dictionary each year. And it got a little longer. 370 words have been added uh, and phrases also have been added to the dictionary. Among them, one that yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't already in there, shrinkflation, that which has really become prevalent uh, in the last 10 to 12 months because of inflation in our economy. And it's, of course, that means they reduce the amount of volume, but the unit cost stays the same. So they shrink inflation your uh, your goods and services at the store right. what what that is is like all the air in the bag of mm. chips mm-hmm. now oh, more air <laughs> you're so disappointed when you look and it's half full uh, uh underbanked uh not using or having access to a full range of banking options that seems kind of weird um side hustle uh that's of course work performed for income supplementary to your primary job uh and for the text crowd I-C-Y-M-I, which, if you didn't know, means in case you missed it. And then pumpkin spice, <laughs> the mixture of spices commonly used in pumpkin pie. I don't know why we would need that in the is dictionary. That, yeah. but wow. Is that new? Wow. I, it's not, but for this time of year, everybody loves a little pumpkin spice in their coffee. So it I wonder seems. how thick that dictionary is now, because you know when I when I need to go to the dictionary, I just go to Google. Mm-hmm. Google it. But that's the thing. I mean, do we print dictionaries anymore? I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. Someone somewhere. I'm Someone sure. somewhere has one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's dive into the uh, in the time. It's certainly not breaking news about higher prices and and the strain on everyone. But even though financial headlines about inflation rates probably will not cause the average person to panic, talk about why the markets uh, just don't seem like news uh, in some people's worlds. But, I mean, let's face it, when you see the Dow drop, um, you know, 1,100 points or 1,200 points, it gets people's attention. So what, what are you guys feeling right now with, with clients and potential clients? You know, kind of what you see is is this twofold dynamic, right? Where consumers, we all recognize inflation. We feel it, you know, like in the bag of chips, at the gas pump. 
all of those places, but it doesn't cause like this knee jerk reaction, you know, that we would sort of uh, relate to seeing the Dow drop, you know, 1400 points in a day that causes a knee jerk reaction. So, you know, as investors, I don't think they always understand the dynamic of inflation and interest rates. So when the market has a reaction like that, they're looking out, you know, three, six, nine months ahead, right? So it's always this forward looking sort of metric. And they're looking at this idea of, well, if costs continue to increase for, you know, supplies and goods and all of these things, if you're paying more money for the widget that you use inside of whatever you make, then your prices are going to go up. And obviously, those increases in prices can only go so high, right? Because the consumers are going to react to that and say, oh, maybe I don't need to buy this or you know, upgrade that or I'll wait sort of thing. So that puts compression on earnings for all of these companies. So they might see their revenue stay the same, but their profit margins are getting squeezed because their costs are going up. So you get kind of this reaction of the markets looking at, Increased costs that further compress their revenue. Meanwhile, we have the Federal Reserve coming out saying, you know, like, you're going to see economic pain. We're going to have rate hikes basically without end. And that creates a lot of uncertainty in the market. So if, you know, we like this idea of when rates are going to go up and it's reasonably predictable. Obviously, it's not the greatest thing for markets, but we like having a little sense of what's coming down the pipe. So meanwhile, when the Fed comes out and says, now we're just going to raise rates till, you know, we see inflation come down, that causes the markets to have bigger reactions because it creates a lot of unknown kind of mystery in the future. And Alicia, isn't it interesting? I mean, if we'd said market volatility and inflation 16 months ago, People would have thought, oh, I don't need to talk about that. I don't need to worry about that. And and then, of course, it rears its head and, and it gets our attention. But that's the, the cycle of things, and you've seen it in your time uh, as a retirement income specialist, is the fact that things cycle, but it's just preparing for them long-term mentally uh, so that your portfolio is there for the long haul. Absolutely. And that's, we've been doing this for so many years, talking about inflation and having, having a plan for inflation, having a plan for the market cycles, because as, as we all know, it goes up, it goes down, it goes all around. And so making sure that you're not, um, I guess, relying on the market for your retirement to succeed is going to be pretty key. And so the other thing too, with when we look at inflation and, and how that applies to your money and your income and your retirement and your success, all of those things, we look at the numbers. And again, a lot of people I think just have just, you know, been like, oh, I'm just going to have this fixed income and it'll be fine. You know, I'll supplement a little bit with this, that, and the other, but that is not a plan. And so really having those numbers and being able to see it and make some adjustments if need be, that's key. Alicia's word for this year was intentional. In fact, I, I tried to uh, dovetail off of it and used it myself. Being intentional in your retirement income plan is so key. It's intentional on you're going to be prepared, but being intentional that you're going to reach out and talk to people who do this for a living. They do it every day. They retirement income plan with individuals and couples right here in northern Colorado. And if you are nearing retirement, 
Maybe you're five, seven years away. That's okay. That's a good time to start. Maybe retirement is is closer than that. You're thinking about retirement, but you're thinking, am I adjusted for inflation? Do Does my uh, portfolio have too much market volatility ahead in it? If you haven't prepared for retirement, reach out, start the conversation with Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire Lehman Lewis team, and put them to work with you on your retirement income. The phone number, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234, and start your very own personalized retirement roadmap. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. We're talking with Alicia and Josh here in this first segment of the program today. So taxes, and I know you're both going to want to sound off on, on this. So how can we reduce our tax bill so we can save money and more of it, in fact, to spend on things that we want in retirement because we do have to pay taxes at some point in time on those accounts we've been saving tax-free during our working years. That's right. So I think a lot of this kind of comes back to where you're saving money. And, you know, too often people are looking for kind of that instant gratification on the tax return, you know, lower it this year and next year, and they don't really have this long-sighted kind of viewpoint of, taxation in retirement. So looking at maximizing your savings outside of tax deferred plans. So we all like to get our match in our 401k. And that's great. If you're getting one, you know, make your contribution up to the max. But beyond that, start looking at saving in in places like a Roth IRA, um, in a taxable brokerage account, Um, that'll help give you a little more flexibility. And then also look at maybe like a cash value life insurance. There's a lot of different ways where you can save money for, you know, tax-free income in retirement. But I think too often people, you know, ride the the wave of too much tax-deferred money. And then when they hit retirement, all of their income becomes taxable. And that's where we have to start looking at a lot of different strategies to kind of unwind some of that tax liability. So if you're still in those working years, it's really all about looking outside of the employer plans and other places to save. And again, I, I just, I want to reiterate, we are in this time period where we have the opportunity to position taxes for better in the future because taxes are going up. Taxes are on sale right now. So it comes back to that, hey, let's let's pay some taxes on some of that money so that it, we get it tax-free so that when taxes are higher, now you've got this tax-free income. Um, but here's the thing, and and we could, we could talk about this until we're b- blue in the face, but it's not for everybody. And it's something that um, does take a ton of planning, a ton of looking at, and being very strategic with it. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to go and do these Roth conversions and all this. That's not, I mean, you need to talk to a professional. Mm, no doubt. In fact, Alicia, how do I start? If, I, if I'm listening today and I know, hey, I'm 62 and I'm going to retire in three to four years. How do I start that process? What do I need to do? Well, the best thing to do is to come in and have a visit with us, and we're going to sit down with you and ask you a ton of questions about what is going on in your life. When do you want to retire? Um, how is your portfolio invested? We will be doing like a, a portfolio analysis to see what's going on in your portfolio. 
What's your tax liability? What's your social security look like? Do you have a pension? Um, all of these things. And we're going to sit down and just take a deep dive into what is happening with you, getting to know you. And then, you know, the, when we sit down and say, all right, l- let's go to the next step. Let's, let's sit down again and educate you and show you your numbers um, and show you where you actually are. That's something that we really pride ourselves in and just educating and helping people understand, you know, in layman's terms, pun intended. But I'm bummed. Yep. <laughs> and at that point, it's it comes down to, hey, do you want Layman Lewis as your trusted advisors? And and I think, you know, that's that's where it comes down to so many people say, gosh, I just I feel like I have a bunch of investments, a bunch of, you know, savings and this here, there and everywhere how is this going to work for me? And, and again, it comes back to having that plan and having a team behind you working for you all the way through retirement. So do you have a portfolio or do you have a true retirement roadmap that has a tax analysis that has a social security analyzer as part of it, all of the pieces working together to get you through retirement? If you would like to start that conversation, reach out to Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire Lehman Lewis team today, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234, or on the web at LehmanLewisResources.com. And we'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. It might ramp up, or it could slow down, but inflation never goes away. Do you know how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Have you ever done something and then thought, well, that was a giant waste of money? You might have that same thought in retirement if you don't plan for taxes. Call the team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group to make sure you aren't giving more to Uncle Sam than you have to. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. You found the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. In 2020, more than half of all Americans were covered by some type of life insurance. So a good number of people see life insurance as a useful tool to help protect their family and their loved ones. Now, the question that we want to address today is not really, do I need life insurance, but rather, 
do I need life insurance as it pertains to retirement? So, you know, this is one that I think people probably come into, especially those first couple of appointments and they're getting to know you and you're getting to know them. But as the relationship continues, life insurance is going to be one of those products uh, that people ask about because it's like, well, do I need it? Do I not? How is it going to work in my portfolio? So how do you guys address the life insurance topic? Well, we certainly always want to make sure um, if if you do currently have life insurance, let's do an analysis on it. Is it the type that you need? Do you even need it at all? That sort of thing. Um, but when when people come in and talk about life insurance, they typically they usually say, "Yeah, I don't really need life insurance anymore because you know I'm my our house is paid off, and you know." kids are gone, all the, all those things that you kind of immediately think of when you think of life insurance, you think of death benefit, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, so what we do again, that, that big analysis, not only on life insurance, but on income and pensions and all the things and taxes, all of it, because we want to make sure, I think people forget how life insurance can be used. You know, investments and, and products have come so far. I always think of, um, you know, where were we 40 years with uh, cell phones? 40 years ago, cell phones were, remember those big brick phones? <laughs> you knock somebody out with them. <laughs> yeah. All you could do really was make a phone call. Now our cell phones are literally like a computer in our hand. Well, same thing goes for investments, insurance, annuities. <laughs> I mean, all the different across the board things have changed. And so we always want to make sure, hey, what is it that that um, this family may need and, and what would be the best bang for your buck to get these things that you need? Because a lot of times life insurance now can be used more of a living benefit than a death benefit for health care, um, you know, long-term care, for uh, supplementing some income possibly at a tax-free level. It could be used for legacy. So there's a lot of other things that life insurance is used for. And um, that's why it is part of our conversation because we use it as, you know, the life insurance retirement planning, not just, oh, yeah, you need this for a death benefit. There's a lot of other benefits that are associated with it. So let's talk about some of those key questions that uh – someone should ask themselves if they're trying to determine, do I still need life insurance in my retirement plan? Are there some key questions that you guys have? Absolutely. So one of them, I guess, kind of first off would be, do you want to leave a legacy? You know, do you want to leave a tax-free death benefit to your loved ones? Mm, tax-free death benefit. Right. <laughs> That's <yes>. really key. <laughs> and if you say no, then, you know, <laughs> that's your own deal, right? Right. So, but then you got to look at it kind of more pragmatically. So do you have a pension? What's the survivor benefit with your pension? Is your is your spouse going to possibly see a decrease in income? That's a big consideration. But I think for most people, it comes back to looking at debt as well. So there's all these statistics, but a lot of people going into retirement might still have a mortgage. They might um, you know, have credit card debt. They might be paying off a car or even a motorhome. We've seen a lot of people buy motorhomes recently. So taking on some debt there. So it becomes one of those things of looking at your debt. And when you retire, what happens? Who's going to pay all of that off? And what, what happens if maybe your spouse gets a reduction in income 
because they only have a 50% survivor benefit, but then they still have all the debt, then social, you know, one of the social security benefits goes away also. So you got to look at kind of some different things of, you know, what, what, what does it look like when one spouse passes away? And then how do you compensate for that, you know, debt or that decrease in income? And then we start looking at other options as well, like long-term care insurance. You know, what happens if you might have to go into a nursing home or need home health care? How are you going to pay for that? Because too often people go, oh, well, I I might self-insure with that. And then you look at, you know, their tax classification of all their accounts and they, you know, have $3 million in an IRA. Well, absolutely, they could self-insure with that, but they're going to see a significant increase in their taxes simply because they're going to be taking out more money to offset that difference. So there's so many different things you got to look at besides saying, hey, you know, do I want to leave this benefit to my family when I pass away? Who's going to pay my estate taxes? All of those things. You got to look at your own situation and say, what about this, that, and the other thing? And that's really when it kind of becomes that personal conversation. What's your health history like? What's your family history like? And all of those other details that go with it. So we kind of dive deep into that, you know, a little bit beyond, do you want to leave your kids, you know, this really wonderful tax-free death benefit. Mm. By the way, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh have a free guide for you. It's called uh, The Greatest Gift. It's an estate planning guide, but it deals with so many things around, you know, what it is you want in as part of your estate plan. And maybe life insurance is a component of that. If you'd like this free guide, all you have to do is go to the website, laymanlewisresources.com. Dot com, laymanlewisresources.com. Scroll down to The Greatest Gift, the estate planning guide. Click on it. Input your information. It's a downloadable PDF to you. It's courtesy of Alicia, Chuck, Josh, and the entire team at the Layman Lewis Financial Group. Along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, we're talking today about the key questions that you should ask yourself to determine if you still need life insurance in your retirement plan. So a lot of people who are retiring probably They've had, they've carried it for a long time, some type of life insurance policy. Um, What should they think about when they're coming in? Because, again, you guys are getting to know them. You're getting to know, they're getting to know you. And they bring in kind of their shoebox of life. And life insurance is probably a component about that or a component of what they have. Uh, So what should should I be thinking about as I'm thinking about becoming a potential client and the life insurance that I already have existing? Well, so... Couple different things. You know, obviously, if you already have a permanent policy, you're going to have death benefit available to your family, which mm-hmm. I just talked about a minute ago. But some of those policies can actually provide you with benefits prior to, you know, your expiration date, if you will. Do we and, have one of those? Right. I but haven't found mine yet. <laughs> it's an unknown. They don't, they don't print it like the milk carton, unfortunately. I was, I was really hoping to find it. So in those policies, there's things like maybe an accelerated death benefit where you can actually take a loan against the cash value of your life insurance and use that as really what we would call tax-free income simply because it's a non-reportable transfer, you know, in terms of internal uh, revenue tax code. So what we're looking at is saying, hey, how can we utilize some of this money now while we might need it for things like long-term care, home health care, nursing 
home type situation. So we look at that and say, hey, maybe we could utilize this now while you're alive, but then still carve out some of that money later on for that death benefit to your beneficiaries. But again, we want to look at all of those details. We also want to address your beneficiaries with that too, because a lot of times people have this permanent insurance, you know, and they're, I picked this up 30 years ago and you know, they don't remember all the key details about it. And then we start digging into it. And next thing you know, oh, that's my first wife. She's the primary beneficiary on that. So that's something that you probably want to update and definitely look at as well. So as things change and evolve, we want to make sure that even if you still have a policy, maybe we got to make some adjustments to make that right for you. And honestly, too, sometimes people come in and say, hey, I really like the idea of that life insurance but they might not qualify. So then it becomes this idea of don't let that policy go or let's keep this term, you know, to ride out for the full duration of the term because the likelihood of you getting new coverage isn't too high. So mm -hmm. you got to look at how that all works in with your situation. And Chuck, you've seen life insurance over the years. Certainly it's, it's a different product today than it was when you started in the business. Uh, so I mean, life insurance has definitely evolved. It kind of, as Alicia talked about, the cell phone evolving. So are there other factors that we should think about? Oh, there's a lot of other factors. Uh, you know, like Alicia had said earlier, mortgage insurance. Uh, you know, people thought, well, I just need it for mortgage insurance. But I would say the, the biggest change in life insurance since I've been in the business is that it's an asset class now. It's not just, you know, everybody had term insurance. You pay for it for a certain amount of time, and when it's done, it's done, and you know, you don't have any insurance and you think, well, I don't need it because I don't have that mortgage. But again, to reiterate some of the things that uh, that people are using it for now as an asset class, a lot of times if you do this properly, you can have this as a retirement plan, drawing money off of it tax-free. And that's, you know, what, you know, what's the biggest burr in everybody's saddle is taxes. And if you can get an income that's tax-free in the future, my goodness, you know, it's like a Roth on steroids because it'll cover not just uh, give you income, but if you end up in a nursing home or, uh, you know, any kind of a long-term care need, you can take the death benefit, and usually about 25% of whatever the death benefit is, and take that as a yearly income to, you know, to uh, pay for your long-term care. That way you're not paying for long-term care insurance that uh, if you don't use it, you lose it. And long-term care insurance is it, it, it just extremely expensive. And then if you don't use it for long-term care, now you've got that cash that you can use it as inflation goes up in the future to offset, you know, whatever expenses are now that you have medication or whatever it is. And if you don't use it for that, now you've left a nice inheritance tax-free for your heirs. So it's a win-win-win situation. It's, it's a, for our clients, I would say the majority of our clients that, uh, you know, come into us and we expose to them, hey, here's how life insurance works. They're like, I had no idea. No one has ever told me, you know, the options of some of these different life insurance policies. And when we show it to them and, and you know, say, well, here's, where it might come in handy for you, we get the same response every time. Well, why wouldn't I do that? And we say, well, the only downfall to this is you have to qualify. You have to, you know, you have, you, you can't have had bad health. Let's put it that way. You have to qualify for it. But for the ones that qualify, uh, I mean, everybody's like, good night. I wish somebody would have told me this five years ago.
So if you'd like to sit down and, and talk about these very scenarios we've been addressing here on the show today, reach out to Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, and Jeff, and the entire team. They would love to sit down with you, see where you're at, and see where you want to go. You know, life insurance is an option. Um, but you don't want to make just assumptions of things that you've heard, you've read, or that you thought. Because assuming in retirement is just like assuming in real life. It can put you in the wrong location when it comes to making a decision. And Alicia, Chuck, and Josh would love, and maybe you already have a financial planner, but they're an accumulation advisor. They're not specializing in retirement. Get a second opinion now. They'll give you a couple of visits to come in and sit down, meet you, greet you, get to know you and see where you're at, and can they help you get through retirement. For that second opinion, call 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Ready to take control of your future? Register now for one of Lehman Lewis Financial Group's upcoming dinner seminars by texting RSVP to 970-446-1234. That's RSVP to 970-446-1234. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dream. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and am paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Interest rates are on the rise. So what does that mean for your retirement? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. You found the NOCO Retirement Report, and we appreciate you listening in with us today. We're talking about key questions that you should be asking yourself to try and determine if you still need life insurance when it comes to retirement. And what we're learning today is that because your financial needs are different in retirement, so are your insurance needs. And Alicia, just, I mean, again, we have we change in life. Things change. You talked earlier about the cell phone, the personal computer, whatever it might be. Things evolve. And uh, your retirement plan needs to kind of evolve with the times as you're moving on through your life. Absolutely. We, you know, if you have a plan right now and you're like, I'm good, I, I have a plan, I don't, I don't even need to revisit it. You know, so many times people think that they have a plan and then it's just this set it and forget it. And that is not how retirement plans work because as things change in the economy, as things change in investments and products and, and even in your life personally, your plan should be evolving with what is going on. And so making sure that you have 
uh, an updated plan is probably going to save your bacon. Again, I love, Bruce, that you say uh, the that plan is people looking ahead now. That mm. is that is just, I love that. And uh, so that's what we want to make sure that, that you're doing and that, um, you know, you've got all these things in order. So that's, again, we want to, we want to sit down and say, what is it that you are needing today? Because maybe what you have, great, you needed that 20 years ago, but as your life has changed, as you've, you're approaching retirement, you're no longer in the, the accumulation phase of your wealth. You are now in that retirement phase, the preservation phase. You've got your nest egg saved up. And now you're saying, how do I use this? Um, and not run out of it. And you're looking at all the different investments that you have. Hey, the investments that you have now might need updated and same with life insurance, same with, you know, even your will or trust, if you have one, I mean, all of these things, so many times people just kind of say, Oh, I got, I got that checked off my list 20 years ago. I'm good. (laughs) It's not how it works. Uh, no, I mean it's a, again. Do you do you just change the oil once in your car and then say, "Oh, I'm good for the next hundred thousand miles"? It's not how it works right. uh, because you've got to get service done. So just like that, your retirement plan needs some servicing uh, a couple times a year. Check in on it, make sure everything's purring right along. So you know, life insurance. People start hearing letters and numbers and product, and you know, a lot of times people are going, like, "Okay, they just tuned out." Don't do that. Um, it just behooves you to get knowledge and learn. So one of the life insurance options we hear a lot about in the last couple of years is indexed universal life. That's otherwise known as IUL. So let's talk about this and, and how an IUL works. Yeah, isn't it great how the financial industry is just fraught with acronyms? You know, I, everyone's <laughs> like, soup. I was just explaining to someone I, I referred to the IRA and they were like, individual retirement account i said no inflation reduction act oh i thought you were talking about the irish republican army right exactly (laughs) get get it straight people okay so index universal life iul um it's a policy what's going to happen with that is there's kind of two separate components so a portion of your you know quote-unquote premium payment is going to go towards the annual renewable term life insurance And then the rest of that money is going to get added to a cash value side of the policy after all the fees are deducted. So then on a monthly or an annual or biannual basis, and there's a lot of different options within kind of how you can earn interest, but that cash value part of it is going to get credited with an interest, so a return based on whatever that equity index does. So a lot of times these are going to be tied to a market, right? It could be the NASDAQ 100 or the S&P or the Bloomberg Barclays. And and don't get inundated with all of those because, you know, a good, you know, person who understands IUL can help you allocate all of those. So Like us. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much. So you got to understand there's two different components. So you're building up that death benefit. You're getting the annual renewable term, but you're also building up that cash value. So when you purchase that IUL policy, you're going to get permanent coverage as long as your premiums are going to be paid. And then, of course, like we keep harping on, there's going to be that tax-free death benefit paid out to your beneficiaries when you pass away. But the idea here with this is that the policy is going to increase you know, over your lifetime in value on that cash value component because the index is going up. So you're getting credited with that interest. 
And then, you know, whatever that index does, that's where you're going to see the credit. What's nice about this is in an index universal life is once you earn that interest, it's locked in. So then that cash value amount becomes your new floor. So if the index goes negative the next year, your worst case scenario is just paying the cost of the insurance, but not seeing a reduction due to market volatility. But again, you know, there is that potential of not earning any interest because the index has gone down, or you might earn, you know, an interest rate that has a cap on it because they're only going to give you so much of the upside of the market. But again, it all kind of comes back to how those allocations work specifically. And that's why this is more of an index, or I'm sorry, an asset class now, because it isn't just, hey, you're paying a premium to get a death benefit, like a term policy or a permanent policy, and there's really no other benefits associated to it other than the death benefit, where this is the asset class because it's tied to the outside market. You have the availability to that money while you're alive. So it's a living benefit as well as a death benefit. So again, this is not for everybody and hear us on that. It's not for everybody. Um, and even if it is, uh, for you, you might not be able to get it because of the fact that it is based on how healthy you are and, and there's other things, you know, like your age and things like that. So, um, you know, it, it can be a really powerful tool. Um, you know, but but again, it's it all depends on what is what is it that your plan needs. What do you need? And it's also uh, you know it's not something where oh now I have another monthly bill that I have to pay. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people will take uh, you know like let's say a CD account or something that they're saying man I'm earning one half of one percent and they'll transfer the whole amount over a hundred two hundred thousand whatever. Or some people will say hey can I pay like twenty five fifty thousand a year for you know four or five years. Yes, you can do that as well. All those things, you know, it it depends on your situation and what kind of plan that we're trying to put together for you of what we would recommend or show you. But again, it's all about what what are my options? Because most people aren't even aware that life insurance is an option when it comes to uh, their retirement plan and making sure that they're not going to run out of money in the future. And like Alicia said moments ago, uh, People like Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, they, they can help you talk through uh, these products. If you're if, Again, if you feel like your head's swimming a little bit, that's okay. But it, because this is what Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire Lehman Lewis team does for pre-retirees and retirees every day. They answer those important questions to help them navigate their own individual retirement. This is not cookie cutter. We're not throwing it in an Instapot and everybody gets the the same meal out of it. It's your data. And so they're going to plug that in to do a portfolio analysis, do a retirement analyzer, and put together a roadmap. It's called the Retirement Roadmap at uh, Lehman Lewis Financial Group, and it will hopefully then give you peace, and we are talking P-E-A-C-E, which stands for Personal Connection, the E is for Educate, the A is for Action and Agreement, the C is for Creation and Implementation, and the final E is for Enjoying Retirement. If you would like this with your retirement portfolio, reach out today, 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. So, 
let's face it, with anything, we feel like there's pros and cons. So what are pros and cons of an IUL policy? Well, the pros are that you're going to get a higher return potential, and there's a lot more flexibility, tax-free capital gains. I mean, that's a big one, folks, and no Social Security impact on this. And, of course, the death benefit. I mean, not good for you, but good for your heirs. And the cons, well, there's caps on how much you can make on it each year. And there's no guarantees of interest rate returns because we don't know what the market's going to do. And the, the fees and costs can be very confusing, but that's what we're here to help you to understand so that, um, well, hopefully you'll understand it when we get done. But that's the pros and cons of it. And, again, this is something that I think uh, when most people look at it, they're just – they're saying, man, why didn't somebody show me this before? Hmm. So speaking of, when when should we set up a strategy to discuss options with life insurance? Immediately. (laughs) I mean, pick up the phone right now and give us a call. If you have life insurance and you're thinking, you know, maybe, is this the right kind? Can I I do anything with it? You know, give us a call. Because, you know, I've been doing life insurance for 47 years. But uh, it it has morphed into something that is extremely, extremely helpful for people if you can qualify for it. But Alicia, it is as you said. It, I mean, these these are these are real life situations, and and I want people to know that they can reach out, and and the team is going to go to work. I mean, you guys are rolling up your sleeves and getting after it. Absolutely. And this is, we love planning for people and showing them how to have a successful retirement. And, you know, having a team behind you and with you through and even to retirement, because there's a lot of people that we are planning for that they're saying, hey, we want to retire in five to 10 years. How do we get that boost to get there, to have what we need to get there. So, you know, again, there's four of us here that we work on every single family that we represent. We, all four of us do the planning together because we, you know, we really believe, Hey, four advisors are better than one. And also we want to make sure that you've got that excellent service. All of us have something different that we bring to the table. And, um, again, the team approaches what we do in here, but even beyond our team, we also have our other team members who are, you know, our back office, but then our other professional elite team members, like, uh, you know, our estate planning attorney that we, we work with a couple here locally. Um, we've got our tax advisors that we work with, um, you know, here locally as well as across the country. And, um, you know, our Medicare specialists, we want to make sure that you are covered in all of these different areas because they all work together. And we want to make sure that all of your advisors, you have a team of advisors behind you working together for your benefit. Mm. You know, folks, again, it's what Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire Lehman Lewis team does 52 weeks a year. They're retirement income planners. They want to help people successfully navigate what we call retirement. And, you know, maybe you're already retired uh, and and you just have done that recently. That's okay. Just reach out and sit down. They're going to create that budget with you. Uncover the risks that are in your portfolio right now that you didn't even know existed. Learn options for generating income even when you're in retirement. And then how do you keep your current standard of living throughout retirement? They'll show you how you can navigate that. To start the process, reach out today, 970 446 
1234-970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Who will get your things when you're gone? Discover what options you have to make sure your wishes are carried out by getting Lehman Lewis Financial Group's free estate planning guide by texting GIFT to 970-446-1234. That's GIFT to 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it, his son Chuck built on it and continued it, and now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call, 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today, 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Guessing is rarely a good strategy, especially when it comes to retirement planning. So when it comes to Social Security, don't guess. Get a plan so you can maximize your benefit. The Lehman Lewis team can help with that. Call them today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. You found the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. It's time to play some trivia, folks, because I'm going to make you guess what year am I and see if your thinking caps are on uh, today. Are, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. So these things happened in this year, and then we're going to have Alicia, Chuck, and Josh take a stab at what year it was. The Rolling Stones, uh, they had a record that they released in uh, this year, and it was this very tune that they released. Chuck's dancing and dancing away. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, the uh, Gateway Arch in St. Louis was completed. Martin Luther King Jr. led the Civil Rights March from Selma to Montgomery to push for voting rights. Um, this was another popular tune uh, in this year from the Supremes. It's always fun to just have some music going and kind of get your toes tapping. Alicia's oh, yeah. dancing in her chair. So uh, what year am I? Supremes had that hit, Back in Your Arms Again. Rolling Stones had couldn't get satisfaction. The Gateway Arch, uh, the MLK uh, march across uh, from Selma to Montgomery. What year am I? In the 60s. I'm I have to think. I have no... Can I... Am I allowed to Google? In the 60s, man. <laughs> no Google, I have no, no idea. Googling. Josh well, probably knows. Okay, hold me, on. Let me, let... Hold on. Let me give you... A, I'll give you a couple more uh, tidbits, okay? Top grossing movie of this year was The Sound of Music. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's oh. got to be somewhere in the 
It's in the 60s. It's in the mid. The Voting Rights Act was... It, See, this 66. is where I knew Josh... Josh that, that was my trigger. That was mine, too, was yeah. the voting. Um, it had to have been... So you said mid-60s. Mid are you going to nail a year? 65, 66. Yep, probably 65. Stop it, you guys. 1965. See, it's, it's always good to have group discussion. I mean, you guys have been... You know, playing trivia games at the bar or, you know, wherever, maybe with friends, you've played Trivial Pursuit or whatever I, it might be. I have it's, kids. I can't <laughs> go to the bar. <laughs> he has a bar at home. Yeah. yeah touche. <laughs> touche. Uh, you know, but that's the fun. It, it's trying to nail down what, what exact year is it. And sometimes it's, you know, for me, it's a lot of times it's a sporting event that happens that I can usually nail down. Music once in a while gets you kind of in that area. But, but look at both you and Chuck. Josh said the the Voting Rights Act. Uh, that's really what kind of narrowed it down for you. Yeah, the the Rolling Stones threw me off. I I did not realize that that was back in the mid '60s. Yeah, how about that? So yeah, that's yeah, what the music kind of threw wasn't me off. a trigger for me. Yeah, it's all not legislation. You know, all the fun things that happened. <laughs> so. well, well, let's think of somebody born in 1965 is the end of the baby boom generation. So they're eight years away from being 65. They're 57 today. Uh, in you know, if they were born in 65, so. So if you're if you're born in '65 and I'm close to that, folks, right now is a pretty good time to start planning for retirement. Oh Absolutely. yeah! Absolutely. Oh my gosh! Yes, now is I mean, stop procrastinating. But, but think about that. Think if they said I'm 10 years from retiring and they spent the next decade really honing in on what it is they want to do. How much further ahead will they be? Considerably further ahead. I mean, with a lot of things too, debt payment. Uh, income generation, you know, asset planning, all the things, you know, that the time is the most irreplaceable thing there is, the most yep. precious commodity. Yep. And, you know, the, uh, and I know we harp on this, but the sooner you can start doing it, the better off you're going to be. So, mm. uh, by the way, the phone number to reach out to Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. Think of this, 57 years, cost of gas was 31 cents a gallon. It's uh, certainly well, well more than that. Today. I think that's about the tax. I was going to say the tax is now. a little that bit. Not even a couple cents might higher. be more. Yeah, postage stamp was five cents. Uh, average cost of a home twenty one thousand five hundred. Good luck. That wow. might be the uh, small Down doll payment, house. Maybe. That, that's a doll house you built for your uh, child out back. Um, <laughs> cost of a new car twenty six hundred and fifty bucks. Jeez, tires wow. cost that much uh, anymore. <laughs> a loaf of bread twenty one cents. Uh, Hamburger, fries, salad, and dessert you could get for a buck. Stop it. (laughs) Where can I find that deal? Hey, let's roll back prices to 1965. (laughs) I mean, so it's it's just interesting. So think about, you know, that I I think that's, uh, again, a great illustration. What were were the wages? What were the wages, though? We have have to think about that, too. Mm, Good point. What were the wages? I thought median salary was probably. 15k no, or so. I bet it wasn't that much well, nope. probably nope. yeah probably was twelve thousand dollars I would guess yep I was gonna say nine to nine to but, 12 but think about that there. think of the inflation and and those are great examples of inflation yep. over time and that's what happens to your retirement if you don't plan if you're all of a sudden thinking I'm spending 31 cents a gallon in retirement and all of a sudden uh, again things double about every 20 years uh, you probably want to you know, again, plan for inflation in retirement. 
Absolutely. I think that's paramount. And, you know, just those numbers, when we talk about how crazy that seems, I mean, that's realistic. So, you know. Oh my gosh. I had to Google. I had to Google it. You guys. What was it? Uh, Yes. Median income in 1965 was 6,900. Seven grand. Seven grand. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's very generous. And again, that's what you're you know, hope to get in a month or month and a half now. I mean, let's say a median income. You know, I mean, seven thousand. That's eighty four thousand a year that you're that you're making. And so, wow, that's uh, yeah, that's crazy. So, but again, it, it still comes back to the to the plan, folks, and and that's why we want you to be prepared when it comes to retirement. Now, uh, from the world of retirement planning, a couple of things that were going on in nineteen sixty five. President Lyndon Baines Johnson signed into law Medicare and life expectancy in the U.S. 73.8 years for women, 66.8 for men. That has gone up as well. I mean, life expectancy, you know, is is way higher than that now. Certainly we need to deal with Medicare. But these are two things that you have to plan for in retirement uh, if you're going to uh, have resource last you a long time. Yeah, I mean, medical advancements have just been incredible. And while that's that's a great thing, it can also be, uh, you know, you don't want to be 100 years old and, um, you know, flat busted broke. And so you think about, gosh, life expectancy now being around mid 80s, mm-hmm. that's it's gone up a lot. And I think that people uh, people know that, though. And I think people understand or are starting to understand that, um, you know, looking at past generations of, yeah, my, my grandparents died in their sixties or seventies, but they were, you know, chain smokers or whatever it yeah. is. And you think about <clears throat> healthy lifestyles and things like that. More people are living to a hundred than ever before. Yeah, no doubt. And it does take planning. It does take time and, and your effort along with Alicia, Chuck and Josh. I mean, that's where again we want people to feel like this is a this is a partnership. I mean, you guys are that the reason you do this show is to educate, but w- the reason you ask for them to come in is is to give them uh, again kind of that financial coach feel. You've got people working with you. This isn't you know a, uh, uh, you know you do this and I do that. This is a partnership. Absolutely, and I you know I think we we really try to communicate that with the families we get to work with, but. You know, having those opportunities to sit down and discuss those things in a pragmatic fashion and just coming alongside them. You know, it's not it's not just one or the other. It's really, what are you looking to do? You know, what do you want to accomplish? And then we come to the table with those different ideas and we want something that, you know, sits well with you, that you understand that's agreeable, that's really going to meet those goals and objectives. So it really is a partnership. So let's kind of put a bow on on this discussion. We've had some fun, you know. We played some tunes. Uh, Can't get no satisfaction from the Rolling Stones. Was released in 1965. The Supremes re- released back in my arms again. It hit number one on the uh, pop singles chart. You know, again, we talked about the median income. Alicia Googled the fact that what just shy of seven thousand dollars was the income in in this era. Uh, for folks, but if, if if there's a you know somebody let's say between let's see 55 and 60, so they're right in the heart of this 1965 era when they were born. What what should they be thinking about? What topics should they be coming in and asking about right now? 
I think the number one topic is <laughs> do I have a plan? Am I planning properly? Have I have I missed anything? And that's usually you know a good indication that people are seriously starting to think about maybe I don't know everything and I do need some help because it, there's inevitably anyone that comes in here I don't care how good they are with what they've done. They're always saying, oh, I didn't think about that. And, you know, that's where you need a professional to sit down with you and make sure that you've got all the I's dotted and all the T's crossed and that you're you're planning on everything. Like we said earlier in the, in the show, people are, oh, I better not retire now because the market's down or, you know, inflation's uh, going through the roof and I better continue to work. That is not acceptable. You should know whether this is affecting your retirement plan and not just blatantly just saying, well, I'm going to continue to work because the market's down. Well, that's that's not having a plan. And, and you guys, Alicia and Josh, you guys, Chuck has seen it forever, you know, going on five decades here. But how many times do people talk themselves out of retirement oh, just because gosh. they've, you know, just, they're, well, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to do. I can no. talk myself out of anything. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we actually visited with a guy a few weeks ago, and he has a long commute to work. And he's like, every day, you know, when I'm listening to the radio, they have the market update. And he's like, when the Dow futures are up, he's like, this is it. I'm going to tell my employer I'm retiring. And he's like, and then I'd never do it. And then the next day they're down, and then I think I can't retire. And <laughs> problem is he doesn't have a plan put together, you know, and we're working on that right now for him. But it's one of those things. If you, if you were doing this now when you're, say, 57, you know, somewhere in that 55 to 60-year range, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can really kind of put a date on that and say, at X, Y, and Z, I'm going to retire because I know I've yep. put all of these things in place to realistically and tangibly be able to retire. I know how I'm going to generate income. I know, you know, theoretically when I'm going to take Social Security. I know how all of these things are going to work. And and I think that's super important to look at earlier on because too often people go, oh, I'm going to retire at 65 because I can get Medicare. Yep. Well, have you looked at all of the other things that go with that? Well, no, because, you know, this, that, or the other. So I think... That really allows people to kind of look at it in a more tangible fashion and say, "I'm going to retire at X date, and here's how I'm going to do it." Oh, that would be that would be a lot of fun to circle a date on the calendar and hit the target, folks. To start your target date for your retirement, reach out to Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire team today. Nine seven zero four four six one two three four. That's going to wrap up the NoCo Retirement Report. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, always great to be with you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank, Thank you. you. Could you end up paying too much in taxes when you retire? Find out by getting Lehman Lewis Financial Group's free tax guide by texting TAX to 970-446-1234. That's TAX to 970-446-1234. This is Alicia Lewis. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Hopefully you heard something that is going to help you plan for your retirement. As always, if you have any specific questions, please feel free to give me a call. 970-446-1234. Again, that's 970-446-1234. So we offered a couple of the free retirement guides. These guides are going to be really helpful information to prepare for retirement. 
So if you want to get any of these guides that we talked about today, go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed index products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. This radio show is a paid placement.